So greetings and welcome to Making Sales Social Live. I'm Bob Woods and with me today is Bryn Tillman. How are you doing today, Bryn? I'm good, Bob. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Appreciate that. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. So if you were with us last time on Making Sales Social Live, we talked about following people on LinkedIn. So that's, you know, it's essentially the same type of thing. When you follow someone on Twitter, you follow someone on Instagram, like that type of thing. If you want to know more, go back and listen to that one. Today, though, we're going to take the next step and address who you should actually connect with and maybe just a little bit about who you may not want to connect with as well. So we kind of built uh, here at Social Sales Link three kind of general categories or frames of mind that most people have when it comes to connecting with people on LinkedIn. And the first one, which actually is an our phrase, this was created like a long, long, long time ago on LinkedIn. In fact, it's not even used as much, but the mindset is still there. It's called the Lions. So Lion stands for LinkedIn. Open networker. Open networking. The I was trying yeah, to remember Lion. the old. Oh, yeah. Yep. LinkedIn open networker. Actually, I, I had read somewhere that members really tried to push this early on in LinkedIn. Yeah, to make I remember the that. Lion mentality, the way that I LinkedIn that. should work. But LinkedIn pushed back a little bit, which I'm glad about. Yeah. So that's actually why whenever you see on LinkedIn and they say, you know, only connect with people you know with and you always get that phrasing, basically, I believe that that's like a pushback on Lions because that was really, really prevalent, like way back when, especially, you know, uh, I I know you, you have a phrase for it, Bren, I call it baseball card collecting. Everybody just went, oh my God, I got to connect with everyone because they, they just wanted to see their numbers yeah, in so, terms of connections. Yeah. So that that's the first one. Obviously there's two more. I'd love to just t- chat about these three real quick. The first thing before I kind of jump into all three, which Bob already talked about the first one, but I'm going to kind of rephrase this in some of what we talk about here at Social Sales Link is about treating people on the other side of the message the same way you would if they were on the other side of the table. So let's Mm -hmm. think about how we would connect with new folks, a conference, a trade show, a business card exchange. So the first one, this LinkedIn open networker, Lions on LinkedIn, is a mentality of connecting with everyone, it doesn't matter. It's just about collecting business cards. They walk into a meeting with a handful of business cards and they walk around going, if I did this, hi, I'm Bryn, take my card, I'll take yours. Hi, I'm Bryn, take my card, I'll take yours. And the the mentality is how many business cards can I collect? The second one, which is polar opposite, is the purist. So this is, I walk into a trade show business card exchange conference and I see Bob Woods at the other side of the room. I make a beeline for Bob and we talk the entire time and never meet new people. That's a purist. And as fun as that would be, we talk all the time. We could meet for, well, we, if we're there, we could meet for coffee afterwards. Or, But ultimately, the idea of going to these trade shows, conferences, business card exchanges, networking events is to meet new people. 
So when you're a purist on LinkedIn, that means you're only accepting connections from people that you know. There really is a third, and this is where we would love most people to fall, which is a true networker. This is someone who will have a conversation with most everyone that walks up to them, but they won't necessarily take their business card, put it in their pocket to follow up with later. So on LinkedIn, we have three options when we connect with someone. This is when someone asks us to connect. We can accept their connection. We can decline or, or ignore their connection. And we can message them. And so where we fall is stop declining or ignoring people and stop accepting everyone and start replying to more people. So I could say, Stephen, thanks so much for your connection request. Typically, I only connect with people I know. May I ask how you found me? Then I can ignore it. And because I sent this message, they're in the inbox. I can engage back and forth if they respond. Well, maybe I'll, you know, end up connecting with them later down the road. Yeah. So first of all, it's really important to note that when you reply, you're not accepting them as a connection at that point. You're just having that conversation back and forth. So in other words, it's pretty similar to, to Bryn's networking example to where you're just talking back and forth, but you haven't accepted that business card yet from him and you have, or from that person and you haven't given it to that person either. So just because you start something back and forth with someone who has asked you to connect when you reply doesn't mean that you have connected with them at that point because they've asked you to connect with them. You have the power to ultimately accept or ignore. Absolutely. I love that. So, so here's the danger of having connected with everyone because a lot of people say, well, what's the difference? Well, there's a few things. Number one, there is this, this level of using LinkedIn to see who in your network can help you gain access to decision makers and influencers. And they may be asking you to help them gain access to influencers mm -hmm. and decision makers for them. If we don't have a connection with those folks, it's gonna take us so much more time, it, so much more energy, and it will be way less effective. Now, the next question people ask is, well, should I just disconnect from all those people? Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. And the answer right now is no. So it's like, okay, so you, maybe you took their business card, stuck it in a pocket, never looked at it again. Maybe you put rubber bands around them and stuff. Let's take them out. Some of them may be worthwhile having a conversation with. So Absolutely. take inventory, right? Take inventory of those connections that you just accepted. Boom, boom, boom. I've got all these people. And start conversations with people that it makes sense to have conversations with, which could be your clients, your prospects or even referral partners over the years. So kind of think of it like this, your network is worth protecting. I think that's what a lot of this comes down to, especially because you don't want someone who may be sketch or something like that, who you accepted a long time ago, going into your network, 
because because you've opened your network up to your first great connections because you want to have those conversations. But if you have that conversation with someone you're not sure about, you know, it's like eh, it gets awkward and everything else. So so that's why you want to make sure that the person who you ultimately accept that connection request from is someone that you really do want to be connected with. But like Bryn said, don't get rid of your old ones necessarily. That's that's when you go in and you take inventory of your connections. And we've talked about that in previous episodes to see if they're worth mm-hmm. reaching out to. And, you know, some of those old people, you may want to have new conversations with them too. Absolutely. That's, yeah. That's, that's entirely possible as well. Yep. So ju- just one more thing I want to throw in on the, uh, on the reverse side, when you're asking someone to connect with you, mm-hmm. make sure you're including a message every single time. There's three reasons. Number one, they're more likely to accept your connection request when you have a message. Number two, when they do accept your connection request, you now go into their inbox with your message. So there's a better shot for both you and for them in following up because it's not just an accepted connection request. There's an inbox message, right? There's a message for us to respond to. And number three, in a couple of years from now, when you want to reach out to them because maybe they're connected to someone that you want to meet or you want to have a conversation with them, you can see what got you to connect. So there are times where I'll connect with someone because they simply engaged on my content and there's someone I'd like to have in my network. So by saying, thank you so much for engaging with my content, I had a chance to look at your profile and I'd love to invite you to be part of my network. If you're open, please accept this invitation. Now, when I go back and I'm like, did I meet them in person? Did I I have a record of how we connected? And so when I go back out uh, to have, you know, to to start the conversation, I can almost remind them of why we connected. Exactly. Exactly. That's great. So, so, so speaking of those messaging and messages, I've got just a couple of short tips for people who, when, when you get those messages in from people wanting to connect with you, assuming that they've sent a message, obviously, and you're like, oh, I'm not so sure. There's two things that you can do. Number one, if they've said that they looked at your profile, but they don't like give any details, go to who's viewed your profile. See if they actually viewed your profile or not. If they haven't, then they're not really starting out the relationship on a solid footing, basically. So, you know, that, that's a good way to check to see not if authentic. they're... Yeah, authentic, sincere, the mm-hmm. whole thing. And speaking of, of authentic and authenticity, you have to watch out for automation. Mm-hmm. So this is when people feed feed your names into an automated system and the system goes out and just starts, you know, asking for connections, stuff like that. Now, people can send notes with that, but what happens is this automation will draw stuff out of your profile and then put it into the note. The problem is, is, and this happens to me a lot. I don't know if it happens to, to you, Bren, but if you get a, a, a connection note and it refers to like an old job that you had, you know, like five, 10, 15 years ago, or just something else where it's like, mm-hmm. I did that, that so long ago, or that's just weird. Why, why is that in there? You may want to think twice about connecting with that person because that person is using automation and that's not authentic. Yeah, sometimes I'll get a message back. So I'll reply without accepting. Thanks so much for your connection request. May I ask how you found me? And they'll respond in like 30 seconds. That's also a key. That's also a key trigger. Yep. Yeah. And they'll say, um, 
thanks for the connection request. Typically, we work with clients just like you to do this, this, or this. And just be aware, like there is no human being behind that. And the whole point of LinkedIn is to have this online networking opportunity. So don't engage with those folks. And another thing that I saw and I responded to today was someone Mm -hmm. sent me a message that I ignored because it was a pitch. And then they said, you know, I'm bringing this to the top of your feed. Did you have a chance to read my email to my message? It was automated because when I did respond, it sent me a calendar link to set up a time with them. But my response was, I don't typically respond to connect and pitch. I'm not interested. And they got a excellent. We're really looking forward to having a conversation with you. Here's a link. And I went, oh my gosh, it's so broken. So to Bob's point, we want to make sure that what we are doing is authentic. It's it's relationship building and that we're having conversations with people and not prejudging completely, but not right. accepting them completely right. either. Exactly. So this, all that's this was fun. This was definitely a lot of fun. So just want to thank you again for joining us on Making Sales Social Live. If you're with us live on LinkedIn right now, we do these every week. So keep an eye out for our live sessions. If you're listening to us pre-recorded on our podcast and you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. If you want more information about all of our podcasts, because we have a separate one where we interview people in sales marketing business and a lot of more areas, go to socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. And if you are listening via con, uh, via podcast, drop a like and a rating if you could, please. We'd appreciate it. And when you're out and about, make sure that you're making your sales social. Exactly. And authentic too. Dang it. Be authentic. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.